Alright motherfuckers, welcome to the Element of Surprise. My name is Chadwick J. Suet. I am your host on this little shindig. So, find us at eosmentallyirregular.podbean.com, hosting site. Also available on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, um, blah, other places that you can listen to podcasts. Basically anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Um, also check out our Facebook page. Facebook.com backslash EOS Mentally Irregular. Join the EOS Army from there. Uh, the EOS Army being the group page that is separate from the main page. The main page is just podcast stuff. The group page is stuff that the EOS Army pretty much just fucking ignores. Um, okay, let's begin, shall we? I got some stuff I want to talk about. Um, so, you know how... Okay, so let, let, let me start this way. I, I go to Walmart... I go to Walmart a, a, a while back to get some fucking groceries, and I'm coming home, and I'm coming down. For those of you that live in the Murraysville, Delmont area, you know how whenever you're coming down to Delmont, you know where that the light is, and you get to get out on 22, and across the street is McDonald's, and the bank, and all that, and then you got Rite Aid right here. Well, I'm in, I'm in uh, line, I'm in the line of cars down there at the light, and between the fucking Rite Aid there and like blocking the fucking roadway and the light is people from the fucking volunteer fire department from the vfd and they are trying to sell sandwiches and you know I, they're just going up to the cars and like knocking on windows being like hey would you like to ask somebody for some sandwiches don't fucking come up to my car and ask me for money for sandwiches when i'm trying to catch a light that's number one number two if you are in front of me and you're like, oh, I know it would be delightful. Let's, let's pay for some sandwiches right now. These, these fellows are just trying to do their volunteer fire department work and sell these delicious two-day-old out-in-the-fucking-heat hoagies. 90-degree heat, fucking high-humidity fucking hoagies just sitting on a table over there sweltering. They want to sell these fucking hoagies to me, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend seven dollars for a fucking hot ass beat up fucking humid as fuck lettuce is fucking wilted bread like fucking still made of dough fucking vfd sandwich and they're gonna come up to my to my window this only is going to encourage them to go up to more windows they're gonna be like look what i just did i got seven dollars for a fucking beat up sandwich i got i got seven dollars for selling the cardi b of sandwiches here and I, I think I could do it again. And they're like, yeah, let's get everyone together. Let's do this. Let's let's make some haphazard sandwiches in our basements and just leave them there overnight with the black mold. And then we'll take them outside into the sweltering heat and we'll just knock on people's car windows and just fucking be like, sandwich! And they'll just be like, okay, don't fucking do that. I go to Walmart. I got to get fucking food for my, gro for my family. I get groceries for my family. I'm getting toilet paper. I'm getting cat food. I'm getting all the necessities for my life. I don't give a fuck about your goddamn beat-up, nasty-ass fucking sandwiches that have, like, you know, a pound of wilted lettuce, one, like, one, like, poorly sliced sliver of ham, a pepperoni that I'm assuming was left over from a pizza you didn't finish, and cheese that God knows came, that came from God knows where, probably from your balls, probably your chode cheese. I'm not going to buy that fucking sandwich for seven fucking dollars in the middle of the goddamn street while people behind me are laying on the horn because they got places to be. 
just like I've got places to be. And if you're the person buying the sandwich, oh, you fuck you. Go fuck yourself. You are a waste of my fucking time and a waste of fucking the air I breathe. I'm gonna buy the seven dollar sandwich. Hey, ma'am. I'm from VFD. Sandwich? Oh, that you know what? That sandwich looks delightful. There's nothing more that I want to eat right now than a sandwich that looks like it's been ran- that it, like it fell out of my lunchbox and has been run over a few times. Possibly because it has by people that are blowing you off. You're throwing the sandwich at them and they're just hauling ass to get away from you. So the sandwich has been like knocked off their fucking Kia and like lands on the roadside. You pick it up, dust it off, be like, it's in the wrapping. It's still good. Sandwich. No. Fuck you, VFD. Fuck you with your sandwiches. And at what point in time did they, like, when they were sitting down to come up with the sandwich fucking uh, scheme of theirs, did they, like, you know what, guys? I got an idea. We got to sell sandwiches. That's how we'll support the VFD. And the rest of them were like, yeah, you know what? That's a fucking great idea. But where can we sell sandwiches? Should we have, like, uh, like a gathering or should we like you know post like signs and say hey come to this specified location on this day between these times and get a sandwich made by members of the VFD no 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 my plan is to just show up at random in the middle of the fucking busy highway and just heave sandwiches at people's car windows you know what that's fucking brilliant so they'll never see it coming it it's it literally is the epitome of the element of surprise and uh, meanwhile, I'm here. I'm like, oh, I feel a, I feel a tingle in the force, as if many voices cried out all at once and then were suddenly silenced, and uh, because they're using the element of surprise for their personal gain. Which, uh, first off, nobody is allowed to use the element of surprise for their personal gain, but me. That's what I do. Secondly, if I was gonna do that. It's not going to be with the fucking middle of the highway goddamn sandwiches. I'm not going to fucking take a piece of fucking turkey and, uh, like, two two loaves of fucking pumpernickel out into the middle of the highway. And when the cops show up, be like, what are you doing? Be like, I'm making sandwiches. I'm trying to sell sandwiches. Who are you doing this for? No one. Well, you're under arrest. Oh, who are you making it for? Oh, we're doing this to support our local VFD. Carry on. Carry on, citizens. We know nothing is more important than VFD fucking sandwiches on a 90-degree day out in the middle of fucking Route 22. Jesus fucking Christ, go fuck yourselves. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Um, you know what I find fucking hysterical? And I get to watch more and more now as the days go by. Is um, elderly people trying to park their cars in uh, the Murraysville area. It's, it's become a, a hobby of mine recently to you know just sit back and if i'm not busy doing something i'm gonna watch an elderly person attempt to do what is probably the simplest thing you can do with a car which is just pull into a large segmented area for a car and turn the car off that that's what parking is you pull into a spot you hit the brakes put the car back into park and turn it off it's not fucking difficult but watching old people do this is, I guess, the, the it, for them, it's like fucking performing heart surgery. Uh, like, okay, I just need to get my 93 Buick into this spot. There are no cars around me for several spots. I've got a big empty spot right here surrounded by five empty spots in every direction. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull my car in like I'm turning into the spot then I'm going to cut the wheel drastically in the other direction and make my car long ways across three spots in a diagonal and then I'm going to turn off the car and get out. 
because apparently I'm old and that's how parking is done. No, that's not, what? No, that's not how parking is done. That's not how you park. You get the car in between the fucking lines. But I'm, I'm not fucking lying and I'm not exaggerating whenever I tell you that watching an old person try to park their cars is literally like watching a retard person try to have sex with a turtle. It's like, you, he knows the dick goes somewhere. He's sure that the turtle is probably going to enjoy it, even though the turtle is scared shitless, just like all the other patrons in the fucking plaza whenever the old person comes pulling in. They, can, they, come, they come in, you know, I mean, you could be a fucking, like, ex-marine driving your fucking armored Hummer, and you pull in, and you're parked, and there's, like, a bunch of empty spaces, but you've got a little old lady driving a 1993 Buick, and you're like, oh, fuck, this is gonna get bad. You start fucking hunkering down like you're still back overseas, like you're getting ready to fucking, like, storm Osama Bin Laden and shit like that, and you know there's gonna be booby traps, because that's what watching an old person park their car's like. And then the best part is the old people will get out of the car and they, they stand there for a minute and they look at their park job kind of like with a mixture of, I'm assuming, confusion and satisfaction. Like they look at it and they're like, um, is this how I'm supposed to do it? You know what? This is fantastic. I've never done a better job in my life. And then they go about their business going to fucking Atria's to eat, I'm assuming, a bowl of just broth. I don't know what old people eat anymore. Uh, onion broth, I'm assuming. But uh, it, it, it's becoming hilarious to me to watch them fucking park their cars. And it, it, it's an event. If I'm in the middle of something and I know that I can take a few minutes away to watch fucking, you know, uh, Johnny 1938 fucking attempt to park his uh his his 84 beamer i'm gonna do it but um so it's been a while i guess since i really talked about my cats you know it's not that i don't want to talk about my cats it's just like you know they they're, they're cats they they do the same things repeatedly but as many of you who listen to this podcast or by many of you i should mean myself on repeat after i record it because nobody else does um i want to talk a little bit about reek She's getting up there in age. She's old. She's an old cat. She's, like, getting more and more mobile, like, less and less mobile, rather, um, you know, like, mo more mobily impaired, I guess I should say. You know, she, like, pretty much if you put her in a spot, that's kind of where you're going to find her later. You could leave for eight hours, and 95% chance she's going to be there. Now, if she's hungry or needs to take a shit under the bed, she's going to get up and walk away. But if she doesn't, you're going to find her pretty much where you left her, including on top of the microwave, uh, in the oven, underneath the computer desk, or her favorite spot of all, right in the middle of the fucking bed whenever you're getting ready to go to sleep. So you've got a fucking, uh, with, uh, uh, on top of a pile of covers, so you have to move her to get the covers, so that way you can get on the covers. But, uh, I, you know, I'm, I was watching her recently just attempt and fail at walking just in general, and it occurred to me that since this cat came out of the woods and my son and my fiance brought it into our house, this cat has been like, is if you, you know how like whenever you get a real thirst, you're hungry for a thirst and you go up to the pop machine and you're like, okay, this is a Pepsi machine. I'm really in the mood for a Pepsi. So I'm going to put my, 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 my dollar 75 into the Pepsi machine and I'm going to get a Pepsi. And then you, you put your money in and you hit the spot that says Pepsi and instead of a Pepsi, out pops a fucking RC Cola. 
in a can, even though this is a fucking machine for plastic bottles. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And the can is dented, and it says, like, a best a best by expiration date of fucking, like, 2008. That's Reek. Reek is that can of RC Cola. You really, really hoped you were going to get a fresh, cold, new Pepsi, but you get an expired can of RC Cola from 2008, and you're just like, what the fuck? Give me my money back. That's, that, that is the equivalent of this cat, of Reekish cat. That, that's, that's who she is as a cat. That's who she is as a, as a person. Those are the choices she's made in life. Her life choices have led her to this. And, uh, you know, if, if, if I didn't, if we didn't love her so fucking much, I, I honestly think the best thing to, the best thing to do, I know she would have died, but she didn't die. I honestly think the best, because we have her in the house. I honestly think the best choice for her, the best thing and the most humane thing to do for her would be to wrap her head to toe in fucking plastic wrap and then cover that in fucking packing tape and just toss her off of a bridge because it would be the most humane thing to do to her. Now, Bouse, on the other hand, his name is Bouse, so I'm good with that. Uh, yes, Bouse, I heard you, but, um, you know, Rikish Cat, she's like, you know, she's just a disappointment in all things that you could expect from a cat. She's, she's a waste of a cat. Um, and it, it saddens me. It saddens me every day. Okay, so so I'm at work the other day, and I am uh, talking with some of my coworkers about how um, there's, there's, a, there's a video game coming out. It's the Lord of the Rings Golem video game prequel, and it's a, it's a prequel to the Lord of the Rings trilogy where you play as Golem. But he's already Gollum. He's not Smeagol anymore. He's already Gollum. And so we were trying to figure out what this was about. Like, who this game was for. We're like, what? what nothing, of, nothing of real dire consequence happened in Middle-earth in that time frame that, you would, that would necessitate them making a video game about Gollum. But at the same time, it's the mocap and voice is being done by Andy Serkis, who played Gollum in the uh, movies. So we're like, yes. Which led us to come to an uh, come to an idea. We we want a mobile game. It, we we decided it has to be a mo one of those downloadable mobile games, and it's just called Andy's Circus, and it's like more it's a fighting game like Mortal Kombat, and basically you play any character that Andy Circus has played on film. Uh, you could play as Gollum, uh, Caesar from Planet of the Apes, King Kong, uh, Ulysses Claw from fucking uh, Avengers and Black Panther. You could play as Lumpy the Chef from King Kong. You could play as Alfred Pennyworth from fucking the upcoming Batman movie. You could play as Albert Einstein from a TV miniseries he did. You could play as the Ghost of Christmas Past from a holiday miniseries he did. And just have them fight each other. And then you go up the ladder. And at the end, you fight just Andy Serkis himself. And the way he fights is he sits in a chair and he has kind of like an infinity gauntlet and he summons spectral forms of the characters he's played to fight you. And after you defeat them, you've defeated a, you've won Andy's circus. And I want that to be a game so fucking badly now. And we even came up with like, okay, well we need some really fucking random like pop culture fucking characters to be like DLC content. And we came up with like Christopher Lloyd as both Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit and uh, Dr. Emmett Brown from Back to the Future uh, are both downloadable fighters. Um, Snorlax from Pokemon for no fucking reason. Uh, we came up with, we're like, you remember in Jurassic Park, the, the first one, the old man, uh, 
not the the one that Jeff that hates Jeff Goldblum. I, I I can't remember the character's name right now, but anyway, him and he fights with his cane, and you know he'll say things like, uh, you know he'll say things like, oh John John Hammond John Hammond that was his name. He'll be like hello John, and then he'll fight you, and he'll make clones of himself with his dino DNA to fucking like fight, or like he'll summon a Velociraptor. So he would be DLC content. Um, we thought about like. You know, just a bunch of different characters that would be DLC content for this mobile game. And I, I kind of want it to be, I, I really want it to be real. Like, we're really working on, uh, like, th- we've been really discussing, like, you know, we should do this. We, we, we've got the know-how. We've got the idea. We should make it happen. And then just random enough, uh, again, like, your fighting stages would be, like, the, uh, the parking lot at Outback Steakhouse. And, like, you know, just a black void called Purgatory. and Or, or you know, like... You know, in the the bay of the Nebuchadnezzar, while you're getting ready to get jacked into the Matrix, that place you would just fight in the background there, not in the Matrix itself. And you know, you wouldn't be a Matrix character, but like where they have the chairs and the jack ports for you to jack into the Matrix. There, um, you know, various random fucking places. Uh, you know, just on on top of the of the roof of a fucking uh, you know, like Walmart would be like a fighting stage. You know, the deli at uh, Giant Eagle, fighting stage, places like that. And we think it would be hilarious. And then all the music has to be done by Foxy Shazam. So you're like, okay, here, you are playing the game and you're like, man, I really, really got to figure out how to do this fucking, uh, how, to, how to defeat Andy Circus. Who am I going to play as? You know what? I, I, I'm going to play, I think today I'm going to play as uh, Lumpy the Chef from King Kong, and, you know, you go into a, like, you go into a battle, and then you've got, like, you know, here, here's what happens. You're like, okay, I'm in a battle now, and here comes my opponents. And this is it. And this is the music in the background while you while you're fighting and you're just like what the fuck is this tune where did, what is this music and there and you know like Andy Circus is like you see like like the way old Shang Tsung was in the background of Mortal Kombat 1 Andy Circus is back there but it's just him like not mocapping anything uh, Supreme Leader Snoke was another one by the way and he's just like ah, 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 while this is going on you know it would be fucking badass and like you know just a free downloadable mobile game something for you to play in your free time i think we're going to make this happen and i'm really going to work hard on it it's going to be the element of surprise presents andy's circus we might have to change the names because you know it we don't know andy circus and don't have his permission to use his likeness or his characters and shit like that but it's good it's going to be done in such an auspicious way that you're just going to look at it and be like these are all characters andy circus played and we're just going to be like yes so I, i'm just a heads up on that so that's an idea that we were talking about the other day uh me and some co-workers and it's it, it's a must happen so you know as as i do i i i i've been looking at the way the, the the world today and people are there's a lot of talk about how it's never been this bad oh 2020 you know the big joke is oh what's what's on the pole who had this next month for 2020 who had razor blade bears that shoot fire out of their nipples who had the stay Puft marshmallow man rising rising off out of the out of mount fuji to take to to devastate the world 2020 ha <laughs> ha but you know what 
I don't think things are nearly as bad as they seem to be. And proof of that, proof, the proof I have for, for that is that there are still an amalgamate of sex toys being created by people who have clearly never had sex. And I'm going to detail some of them for you now. So, get, get in your head. Think, think about sex toys. Think about, like, okay, you're at the adult store, and you're, you're talking to yourself, and you're looking around, and you're like, okay, you know what? You know what would be, uh, oh, man, I, I, I don't know what to buy. Hey, hey, clerk. Hey there, clerk at the adult store. What do you think would be the best sex toy for me to purchase? And the clerk says, you know what would be super sexy? Strapping a vibrating device on your teeth and just going to town on someone. And you say, what the fuck? Why would I use a, a that seems like the worst way to use both a vibrator and my mouth. And he says, no, the be, it's the best way. Because you're going to vibrate, vibrate, vibrating punch your own teeth while you're going down on your loved one. And how is that a bad idea? Because that fucking thing exists. They call it, they call it Tongue Star, the Pleasure Tongue Vibe. And it's exactly that. It's a vibrating dental splint. Um, basically, basically what this is, is that it's an orthodontic bite splint. Like you would get for like if you like grind your teeth at night with a vibrator attached. And it's clearly meant for oral. But with the added difficulty level of that it's now impossible to have oral sex. Because it's fixed to your teeth. So it doesn't move with your tongue in any way, shape, or form. At all. In any way. At all. So I just want to make that clear. So basically, I, what I'm saying here is unless your fucking, like, you know, 1990s metal headbanging game is really strong, the only thing you're going to fuck up is your dental health. And probably your uh, partner's sex drive. Because they're not going to ever want that to happen again. Um, now, it says on here that the product tries to pass it out as a, uh, as a tongue vibrator, is what it says it is. It's a, it's a tongue vibrator. But, in my opinion, whatever you're planning to do with your tongue, odds are it's going to require precision and passion way the hell more than having a ceaselessly rumbling pill pocket on your soul patch. That, you know, whatever you're going to do with your tongue is probably going to require some dexterity. And not just fucking just like with a fucking piece of fucking latex just, you know, bumble balling its way around the inside of your mouth. So, yeah, that's a real fucking thing. You can look it up. And um, before I move on to the next one, I'm going to read you the uh, I'm going to read to you the, the what it actually says on the box here. Okay. Strategic design and contoured shape created by a leading orthodontist. This amazing pleasure tongue vibe has an ultra comfort fit directly onto the teeth and causes virtually no discomfort or vibration to the mouth or teeth while doing so. Virtually no discomfort or vibration to the mouth or teeth while doing so. The only reason such a disclaimer should ever be on a box of something that is involved with sex is because in the when they were testing it out, it absolutely caused discomfort and a shitload of vibrating to the mouth and teeth. That's the only reason I could see them for being like, hey, don't worry, whatever it did wrong before, we've got it fixed, and we plastered it on the boss. 
And uh, then it goes on to flaunt the fact that the package comes with a lube that tastes like liquor because manufacturers, I'm guessing, have long since given up hope that people who don't need the taste of booze in their mouth at all times will ever consider buying their products. Um, still, even the misguided souls shelling out money for an orthodontist-designed sex toy uh, can look down on the folks who uh, purchased our next fucking uh, thing, which is a snorkel vibrating dive gear. It's it's real. It's 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 for it's it's literally marked. It's called Snorkel O vibrating muff dive gear. It's real. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. And it's essentially the same fucking thing as the last one, but with breathing tubes because muff diving. Um, on a positive note, if you do step into the bedroom looking like you're planning a scuba trip in the Great Barrier Queef. Any questions that you've ever had about the strength of your relationship are going to be answered very, very soon. You're, you're going to find out exactly where this relationship's going. Um, so another one, another one that I, I, I just, I couldn't ignore and had to bring, had to bring, like, to, to your attention is called, it, it's French, because why not, and it's called Jeju. The smartest of all vibrators. So, let me start it this way. Back in the ancient annals of history, in, in the ancient uh, forgotten year of 2006, a company who manufactures sex toys asked itself, who wouldn't want a sex toy that can be customized to the user's specific needs and urges? So, they set out to do exactly that and create the world's first completely programmable vibrator and rake in mountains of cash that they assumed would inevitably follow. Um, the Jeju is what they came up with and it's, a, it's exactly what, they, what I just said it was. It's a programmable non-penetrative vibrator that allows you to pick different patterns and uh, settings and speeds and then it remembers them as your preferences. Um, it, it, it also, it says on the box how it can be used over Skype and FaceTime to help people who are far apart, you know, still be intimate together. And that's just got to be the creepiest fucking Skype session of all time. Like, I would rather sit there and Skype with one of those fucking convicted, like, cannibals in prison and have them tell me how delicious my face looks before I'd want to do this. You know, I'm, I'm not entirely positive anyone has ever wanted to use Skype for uh, any form of, like, dildonic relationship, even with a device that allows you to do so by creating vibration patterns like a sex version of fucking Super Mario Brothers. But uh, congratulations, folks. The uh, Jeju people have uh, definitely... They've definitely cornered the market on that one. Next up... Next up... This one is, uh, the, the name on this one is what sold it to me. The name on this one is what sold it to me. It is called Wower Shower, and it's pretty much the sexiest way to ruin your bath. So, anyone who's familiar with hygiene and genitalia has probably discovered at some point that masturbating in the shower at some point in your lives is something that happens. It's a concept that just lends itself to infinite options, and to improve the experience, a sex toy market is bursting at the seams with plain old creative antics and a shower head. 
So, of course, it was just a matter of time, basically, before someone cut the middleman and combined the two. Thus, Wower Shower was born. And, basically, it's, 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 just, it's just a dildo on, on the end of a shower head. Like, you know those shower heads you take down, and they have the hose on them, and you hold it? Well, this, you're not holding, there's a handle that you hold, and then there's a dildo that comes out, too. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I just, I don't get it on the sense that, you know, any form of lovemaking in the shower is always risky business just because of slippage. You know, you're going to slip, uh, you know, if you're in the throes of passion and you, you, you step where the soap is, you, you're going to fall and you're going to break something. And you're going to be in the most un uncompromising posi position of all because now you've fallen and broken something in the shower, you're nude. And, you know, it's, it's going to be bad. It's just going to be bad. So it's, it's really not at all the perfect product. In, in many ways, it's the opposite of the perfect product. Um, since neither you nor your uh, post-orgasm self, or your showers for that matter, are likely to use an unergonomic-looking dildo handle while you're trying to fucking, you know, clean soap out of your eyes. Um... You know, you, and then you accidentally shoot yourself in the eye with the, what's called, and I'm not making this up, this is actually on the boss, the hidden clitoris jet, which is a, a water jet specifically on there. Um, you know, I, 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 I think the best thing to do would probably be to pass on that product. But, um, you know, I, 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 I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it at all. And I just, every day... Every day that 2020, that this year of 2020 continues, I, I hear people, like I said, say, oh, it's just getting worse. It's just getting worse. But then I see these products that were created years ago. I'm like, where the fuck are you talking about? Where the fuck have you been? People have created sex toys that you fucking put on the engine of your car. People have created dildos that you stick to a high-powered fucking re uh, reciprocating saw. No! That's not what you fucking do. And now, and now because of a little cough, cough, you're like, oh man, things have never been this bad. Now it's really getting worse. It's just depraved out there. Where in the fuck have you been? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know, people. Um, I, I, I really don't know. I, I guess that'll do it for this episode. You know, should keep it short, keep it sweet. Um, thank you guys for listening. Oh, you're welcome, Chad. I'm glad to have listened. Oh, thank you, Chad. Um, if you, if you would, uh, like to do me a favor, what's that, Chad? I'll do you any favor. Oh, well, check out a fireside chat. I always do. Who's that hosted by again? Oh, that's my good friend, Ryan McCormick. And, uh, that's available on Libsyn.com. Uh, you can check out a fireside chat hosted by Ryan McCormick on Libsyn. I will. And do. And do. So, that's something that I do. Oh, good, good. I'm glad about that. Uh, while you're at it, you might want to check out McSauce. I also do that. Yeah, and that's Ian, Paul, and Matt over on Podomatic. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, um, good job with that one. And how about Case in Point? Are you going to bring up Case in Point? Yeah, I was. We're hosted by Justin Case over on Audio Boom. And uh, then there is Lunch After Dark on Podbean. Check them all out. Thank you much. And cue the fucking bear music. <laughs>